Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Understanding, but it wasn't somewhere that it was a nightmare. But I went and saw Everything Everywhere All at Once, the film. Oh. And then I got into a 15 to 20 minute conversation with somebody where they thought I was saying I had seen, I'd been to London and seen everything everywhere all at once, and I was just too eager. What a day. And I thought they were doing a joke that they thought I was being serious. <laughs> So they were like, what did you see? And I went, everything everywhere all at once. And they went, oh, bloody hell, you're keen. And I went, yeah. And they went, what did you see really? And I went, everything everywhere all at once. And they went, yeah, but what did you see? And I was like, I saw I saw everything everywhere all at once. Right. Right, yeah. <laughs> so when, but last night, what did, I mean, what did you do after you left here? And I was like, well, I went out and I saw everything everywhere all at once. And I went, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny. Um, could you just tell me what you saw? Like, everything ever happened once. <laughs> like 15 minutes. Because I thought it was like a really famous film. I so everyone that, knew yeah. it. Yeah, I thought that. But they had just never, <laughs> just never heard of it. Exact same thing happened to me at a music festival with the band Everything Everything. <laughs> I thought I was incredibly keen. <laughs> Everything, everything. Everything, uh, everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a light nightmare. Yeah. A nightmare. A nightmare, yeah. Still counts, though. Yeah. God, we got through 
baggage claims quickly there, didn't we? Yeah, we did. How long was that story? <laughs> I don't even remember landing. We we could hear us landing. Yeah. And we could hear us leaving the plane. Is that, what, is that what that shouting was to get back in our seats? Yeah. <laughs> we could hear us. I mean, we're obviously in the taxi now on the way to the. Yeah, farm. yeah, yeah, yeah. God, everything moves quickly in the job. Yeah. Very streamlined. Yeah. Hello, Darren. Oh, hey, guys. How you doing? Thanks for coming through. No, no, no. Yeah, thanks for inviting thanks, us. Thanks for inviting us over, yeah. Yeah, such a polite invite. Not at all. It's, it's usually tough to get people here, so it's a welcome change, if anything. Oh, really? That's crazy, because you'd think after everyone's been locked down for, you know, two years, everyone would be chomping at the bit to mm. leave and head to Punjab. I, oh, definitely. I mean, yeah. But, you know, given that it's a... It's obviously a pretty scary place. You think, even though people haven't travelled, this would maybe be, I don't know, one of the places people didn't go still. Right, but right. Look, you made it. Uh, okay. And um, I'm not complaining because I don't want to be here alone anyway. So. <laughs> oh, okay, great. So we're, we're doing you a favour then. So great. Yeah. Great. If anything, yeah, absolutely. I'm glad we can be your human comfort blankets. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah. That's lovely. all I've ever wanted. Yeah, yeah. You always put it on your Christmas list, actually. I do, I do. So finally, thank you. It's happened. It's finally Momentous happened. Momentous occasion. Uh, so thank you again for, for inviting us here. Fucking mad excited to be here. Um, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions, and then Cass, I think Cass got a question for you, and then we'll hear yeah, how yeah. you've got a, a spooky old story about this, um, I'll say it, beautiful farmhouse we're stood outside. So my my first question is have you have you eaten since you got here? Have I eaten since I got here? I yeah. mean, I have eaten. I have indeed, because right. if you look around us, there's uh, there's fields and fields of crops. Yes. Uh, now, right. Look, one of my dreams is to uh, escape capitalism and just be able <laughs> to eat off of off of the ground as God intended. Uh, love the answer, though. Obviously, um, <laughs> my second one. That was a softball. This Ooh. is a hardball. Right. What is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? The scariest thing that's ever happened to me? Ooh. I've got to say, I've lived a very privileged life. Not too many scary things have happened, but one one that sticks out in my head is... Um, so, a few years ago, I lived with my parents, my younger sister, and... Her room was was next to mine upstairs, and there was there was one there was one evening where I was like I was watching whatever some sort of series um, in my bed, and uh, I I was more of a night owl than anyone else, so I stayed up later, and my door was open, so I was being I was to be fair I was being a bit inconsiderate. The door was open, and I was watching this this series out loud, and my sister came into my room, and she just stood at the door. And I was, I kind of paused, I paused while I was watching. I was like, oh, sorry, like, my bad, am I, am I disturbing you? I'll, I'll turn it off. Um, and when I looked at her carefully, her eyes were totally closed, completely closed. And her arm reached out without looking uh, for the door handle and slowly shut. And that was it. 
She, like, I, and I know my sister, she wouldn't have, that's not like a, a, her giving me attitude because she wouldn't do that. She was, she's not like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, what? <laughs> and I got up and I went to her room and immediately she was fast asleep, snoring. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what the hell yourself. that was. That's, yeah, it's creepy that's, It's super creepy. That's mm. super creepy. creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So... I love as well that you were like, so, you didn't even think, you went, this, the spookiest thing's ever happened to me. Yeah, it was exactly this specific thing. <laughs> like, no thought. No, like, hmm, which thing was it? It was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think about this every day of my life, and now I can finally say it out loud. <laughs> I'm very close to my sister. Keep your enemies close, as they say. <laughs> God, she's, she's spooky, spooky, spooky. What was the, um, what was the series you were watching? It, seem, it seems like it has to be something really embarrassing because you were like, I was watching some series and the series I don't want to talk about. <laughs> what <are> you watching? <laughs> no, I can't remember. Maybe it was like Narcos or something. You know what I mean? It was just like, Bullshit. so I was like, whatever. Gonna... Probably just something cool like Narcos or, you know, whatever, The Wire. <laughs> probably re-watching The Wire, mate. Just probably some like foreign language Scandi Noir. You know what I mean? I'm just <laughs> light watching, light watching. My my last question um, is to you. Now, a problem we've come across is the council, Spooktown Council, have obviously put us up to this or something. We have this email saying that people aren't giving their all to their stories and some people are even lying about their stories and there isn't an incentive there to tell a true story. Um, so now if, if we find the story to be false, we have to <clears throat> murder or kill the guest we should have told you this beforehand we should have popped it in the email still haven't sorted that out yet the admin yeah. side of it yeah sorry about that pretty big caveat there i mean i wasn't wasn't aware that capital punishment was on the cards um i guess i i have to take the risk now yeah yeah that's we have come all right the way now, here yeah, yeah 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 not that not that not that there is a risk obviously because nice Nice. There's no, there's no, yeah. Why yeah. would that? Well played. Be? Really nice. Well played. Yeah. We nearly got you. We nearly okay. got you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, That's that test. Yeah. With the death thing, we didn't want to be too much of a double bell end, so we've decided to give you two options, one choice, and the options are: can't stop breathing in, open brackets, reverse drowning, close brackets, or cat's crowbar. Wow. Okay, cat's crowbar or non-stop breathing in. Yeah. I would say non non-stop breathing in. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, it sounds it sounds oh, it sounds unique. Like it sounds like it would make the papers. You know. Yeah. Because yeah, that's really... a, yeah, you'd be remembered for that, wouldn't you? Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. That's fair. Whereas, Whereas that, if I've just batted someone with a crowbar, it's like they're going to remember me. Yeah. Really. If anything, yeah. Um, if it makes the papers, it's somewhere in the middle. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, would you would you want it, the Chortle front page news to be like, because it'll hit Chortle? Would you want it to yeah, be like, of course it will. Um, uh, can't can't breathe for laughing? How about can't breathe for breathing? Comic dies Ooh. from. Would you want Would you want something like that? Would you rather have like the bit on the side and it's just like got crowbarred? I would have my moment with the first one. Yeah, but with the bit on the side, with the bit on the side, it's like. People wouldn't initially pay attention to it, but then they'd talk about it. They'd be like, oh, that, st- that advert keeps coming up for that guy that got crowbarred. Have you seen it? Oh, so annoying. And like, 
but it would it would be a talking point that way, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. So, so I think these things through. Yeah, it's in the it's in the budget. Is all I'm saying. It's in the budget. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so it, it, if you are lying to us about the story, uh, that'll be your your fate then for the evening. I'm not scared of it yet. Okay, great. Uh, Kath, you had a question, I believe. Oh yes, I do. Yeah, I said I said it was really important, and I need to ask this. Uh, spot the dog. Clifford the Big Red Dog, Dog the Bounty Hunter, Shag, Marry, Kill. Ooh. <sighs> Clifford the Big Red Dog, Marry. Really? Yeah, yeah, because, you yeah, know, when we go dick. to events and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The massive dick, obviously, reason number one. I mean, you'd be married for years and there'd be bits of the dick you'd still never seen, <laughs> you know? Just two decades that's, down the road. That's oh. so upsetting to think about. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, now you've explained it. I get it. No, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say Shag, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Uh, we've lived very different lives. Maybe he'd teach me something. Um, <laughs> that you, that you could then be. explore with Clifford. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and you know, there you go by by uh, ruling those two out. You've got a spot left. I'm sorry, a spot has to die. Kill spot, spot is such a sweet dog. He taught us so oh. many things. He taught us how to read, mainly. <laughs> mainly, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was a it was a big life skill. You know, yeah, <laughs> sounds like one skill, but it's a it's a it's, it's a an important one. one. Yeah, it's a big one. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Spot. Oh. And I hope I hope he didn't, you know, inhale his way to death like some people might. <laughs> uh, that's all I can wish for him. Yeah. You get to kill him however you, you want, apart from like old age. You can't do that. Can I borrow your crowbar? Sure. Okay. I do loan it out. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fair play. Well, that's sorted. One swift cosh to the head. And it's done. The Spot. deed is done. No Spot. one, no one reads again. No. Spot the, ti- the tiny red dog. <laughs> Spot the tiny dead dog. I should have said. <laughs> Spot the tiny dead dog. There we go. <laughs> well, great. Uh, yeah, yeah great. really strong answer. Oh, actually, just just before we hear your story about this abandoned farm, I do have one more question. Did my dad put you up to this? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Jesus, he's. Do- <sighs> Why doesn't he just text so- me? Yeah, I don't know. I... He's a good. He's a good guy. I don't. He's a good guy, mm. and yeah, he seems like a good guy. Sure, yeah. he seems like a good guy. That's how they get in. Yeah, I mean, look, he's not. We don't have the same relationship you do, so I. I should fucking you know, hope not. I, I can't speak. <laughs> I can't speak for you. <laughs> um, great. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we'd love to hear your story that you have your spooky story about this here abandoned farmhouse. Yes, please. The rain splattered against the window on the rocky drive to the farm. Other than the car's poor suspension throwing my family around in our seats, it was the only sensory clue that anything was happening outside on an otherwise pitch black night. I hadn't seen my grandfather in years, and though I was happy to see him, something about the farm always made me uneasy. We pulled up to the gates, and the driver got out to open them. 
I'd never been happier that we had a driver for the trip. He wasn't a driver in the strictest sense. Manoj was an apprentice of my grandfather's on his farm, and he'd been sent to collect us from New Delhi. I was confused as to how he'd found his way here in the dark, but that wasn't my problem. We were here, and that's all that mattered. My family and I got out of Manoj's old white Suzuki Jeep and went inside to greet my grandfather. He hadn't seen me in a couple of years, and it was his first time seeing me as a teenager. He hugged me tight and looked at me with a warm gaze. Look at you, he said. You're big now, which means you can help me on the farm. I can't wait to show you everything tomorrow. We'll go and explore. Just remember, everything within the fence borders is ours. Everything beyond isn't. So enjoy the freedom of the farm, but make sure it's our land that you stay on. Manoj, who'd come in to join us for tea, solemnly nodded in agreement. Mm. Your grandfather is a smart man. Have fun tomorrow and make sure you listen to him. I was excited, but again, something was wrong. I brushed my teeth and as I was on the way to bed, a cross-armed figure appeared in front of me. It was Manoj and he looked shaken by something. Hey, I was serious earlier. Listen to your grandfather. The border is not to be crossed. There are dangers in the farm, dangers you don't have back home. Don't cross the border and don't go into the abandoned farmhouse. Do you hear me? He stared at me as I warily nodded before walking away. That annoyed me. Why couldn't I explore? Isn't that the reason I was here? I'd, I'd just become a teenager, so I was responsible. I was intelligent. Why did no one trust me? This wasn't the freedom I expected. I went to bed and it felt weird. The, the silence wasn't welcome to a city boy. Even my mum, who'd grown up in the villages of Punjab, now hated the silence. The worst thing about the silence is that you're hyper aware when it's broken. I lay in bed for hours, my only company being the thuds and faint screams in the distance. But I had to make sure I didn't worry. This was the farm. This was nature. We weren't in the city anymore. Who knew what creatures lay out there in the dark and what they were up to? But again, that wasn't my concern. I was safe in the home of my grandfather, so I had nothing to worry about. And in the early hours, I finally got some sleep. The following day, Grandad sent me out for my first task on the farm, picking weeds. It wasn't the most exciting task, but I stepped out and I saw the farm in daylight and it was beautiful. There were trees and all sorts of greenery everywhere. Fields of sugarcane and corn with loads of crops I'd never seen before. So I went around the farm collecting weeds, my surroundings making a boring job interesting. My parents and my sister had been driven by Manoj to go and visit another family member, which, while more relaxing, wasn't what I wanted to do at all. Family trips were full of random visits to family members, and I was excited to be doing something cool, something I could tell my friends about. I kept collecting the weeds into the early afternoon, by which time I'd reached one of the borders. Now, I knew not to cross it, but I just realized something crazy. There was a crop on the other side of the field that my granddad didn't have, but one of the only ones my excited teenage brain recognized. It was, of course, a field full of marijuana. And come on, I, I had to take a picture in a field of marijuana. My friends in England would love that. We hadn't ever done it or anything like that, but the idea of me in a field full of marijuana? Man, that would make me look so good in front of everyone. It would only take a second, so, so why not, right? 
So I did it. The tiny wooden fence didn't look that serious, so I just stepped over it, and it felt good. It felt liberating. I wasn't really one to break the rules, so between that and being in a field of marijuana, I was developing some sort of serious clout, probably. I took my flip phone out for a selfie and I posed, but in the background of the screen, I saw a small red figure moving towards me rapidly. I quickly turned around to protect myself when I realized the red figure wasn't a ghost or an animal of some sort. Rather, it was a girl around my age walking towards me. She had a red Punjabi suit on with white trousers and a white scarf to match. And she wasn't shy. Hey, who are you? She shouted in Punjabi. I shouted back, I, I, I'm your neighbor's grandson. I'm, I'm just here visiting. Sorry, I'll, I'll go back to our side of the fence. Why? She said. I know your granddad. He's, he's lovely. No one new's ever here anyway, especially anyone my age. Uh, do you want to hang out, maybe? I can show you around all the fields and all these farms. It'll, it'll be a good time. And my family was still out with my nords and my, my grandfather was on the other side of the farm working. No one was going to miss me for a couple of hours, so I thought, why not? I'm Seema, by the way. She shook my hand and I took another look at her. She had dust all over her face and her suits, which was ripping at the edges. Easily done, I thought. Working and walking around the farm will do that to you. Do you like chocolate? She asked, sticking out her hand. I didn't even know where she'd got it, but obviously I like chocolate, so I took some. I tried it and oh my god, we don't get it like this back in England, I thought to myself. If you like that, I can easily get some more. Do, do you want to come? She knew exactly what I was going to say. One piece was never going to be enough. I nodded and she grabbed my hand and started running. Where we were going and what we were doing, I, I didn't know, but I, I felt alive. I felt the leaves from the trees gently slap my face as we ran through the woods. I felt the soil jump on my sandals running through the fields of crops. I was living an adventure. This wasn't another family trip with nothing to talk about afterwards. This was real and it was brilliant. We must have run for 15 minutes straight before we got to where the chocolate was. We ran out of the field of crops onto a dusty road. And in front of me, I saw one single abandoned house. No windows. Nothing inside, but one single table. And nothing but fields of crops in the distance for what looked like miles. There's the chocolate, said Seema, looking incredibly accomplished. And it's all for us. She'd never let go of my hand the whole time, leading me towards the entrance of the house, when suddenly I shook my hand loose and the memory of last night appeared in my brain. Don't cross the border and don't go into the abandoned farmhouse. You can't have been warned about here. This is where I live with my grandma, said Seema. Oh, you live here? What, where is everything then? Do, do, don't you have a bed, a, a sofa, a kitchen? Well, we, we live a really simple life, she replied. We're not like you guys from abroad. We just have the farm. That's all we have. I looked around at the dusty walls surrounding this lonely table with a lonely plate of chocolates. Nothing to be seen anywhere, nothing, apart from two things. One ceiling fan and one photo frame. And in the photo frame was one photo. It was black and white, and from the creases and withered edges, you could tell it had been printed a long, long time ago. But there were three people in the photo. A really old woman, hunched over, 
dressed in a light suit with thick glasses holding a thin, jagged walking stick. A younger man stood next to her in an army uniform, and next to him, Seema, wearing exactly what she was wearing now. Who are these people? I asked. Oh, well, that's that's my grandma, and next to her is my dad. Oh, okay, uh, are, are they at home? Uh, well, m- my grandma is. She's just in the garden, actually, and I think she really wants to see you. Really wants to see me, I thought, but how does she know I'm here? How does she know I exist? It's true, echoed a croaky voice in the distance. Come to the garden so I can take a look at you, son. You like him, Grandma, said Sima. I looked up, looking through the empty doorways through to the garden, and it dawned on me that all of a sudden nightfall was upon us. It had just been the afternoon an hour ago, I swear. What had happened? In the pitch black, out through the back, there was a faint light near the doorway with a slow, heavy step approaching. And with a thud, the jagged walking stick from the photo stamped itself onto the ground in the garden doorway. All of a sudden, the screams and thuds from the night before were viscerally loud. Was this real? Or was I hallucinating? Had Seema drugged me? I had to get out, but how? I I don't know how I got here in the first place. I panicked, desperately looking for a window to jump out of to escape. When my wrist was grabbed, all my breath left my body as I turned around and saw the towering figure of... Manorge. Get in the car now! I ran towards the Suzuki Jeep with my grandfather in the passenger seat dragging me in. Manorge right behind me, jumping in and stepping on it, navigating the blind, dusty roads back to our house. We got home and before my family, all crying, worried to their core, could hug me, Manorge dragged me out of the car and into the house, furious. I told you, I told you not to cross the border, to listen to your granddad, to not go to the abandoned house. I told you. I'm sorry, I sobbed. I I was just meant to be there for a second until Seema came over and said hi and and took me there. Manoj's face went from anger to shock. Seema? Yeah, Seema. Was she wearing a red and white Punjabi suit? Yes, I replied. He paused and slowly exhaled. Ten years ago, I was your age. I'd come to the village to visit my aunt. Before I got there, she warned me of the same things I warned you about. She warned me that an old woman used to live in the abandoned house a hundred years ago. Her husband left her when her son was just a baby, so her son was her pride and joy, her everything. He got married and had a daughter, but his wife tragically died soon after in a random attack on the village. So, against his mum's will, he decided to become a soldier. She begged him not to, but... He went to war. He wanted to protect people. He went to war and never came back. The old woman and granddaughter couldn't take the news of his death and are both said to have died as soon as they heard the news. You see, when I first came to visit my aunt, I got lost. But someone found me. Someone hung out with me and offered to take care of me. Someone called Seema. It is said that the spirit of Seema 
helps the spirit of her grandmother find and capture young boys to replace the void in her heart, the void of a missing son. And sometimes, at night, you can hear the screams of all the young boys she's captured, all locked up somewhere near the house, none good enough to live up to his memory. If your grandfather hadn't seen me and saved me at the last minute, I wouldn't be here. I would just be another one of the screams in the night. So next time he says something, anything to you, you listen, okay? I cried myself to sleep that night knowing I'd let everyone down. I swore to help extra and stay within the border of the next day. I continued picking the weeds near the fence. Not over the fence this day, just near it on our side. I knew to follow the rules. I was in the zone, picking away, when I heard a knock on the fence. It must have been a squirrel. But I heard another two knocks. So I turned and I looked at the fence. And against it stood a short pair of legs and a jagged, thin walking stick. Okay, so I can pick a hole in this straight away then. If this happened to you, what on earth mm -hmm. are you doing back here? Why would you? Why would you disobey your granddad again? You know when you know when you're like a journalist in a documentary, sure, and you have to. I do know that. You have to get close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're speaking. You know language. that experience we've all had um, of being Louis Thoreau, um, yeah. when uh, <laughs> you wanna, you wanna, you wanna. You don't want to tell someone an experience without showing them, right? Like, mm -hmm. you guys are more creeped out and you, you you feel the story more now that you're here, right? Yeah. And you feel threatened by, mm -hmm. by Seema and her grandmother. Yeah. And I, 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 wanted, I wanted you to have the same fear that I did because oh, I don't want I, I to don't, I don't experience this alone. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm... Uh, that was that was not my choice. As soon as you you suckers were like, "Where do you want to meet me?" I gave you I gave you the address. Yeah. Okay. That is our collective okay. name is suckers. That's yeah. it. Yeah. A sucker of podcast hosts. I suppose we're kind of safe as well because they're just after boys, and we're both men now. And Kathy, or yeah, a lady, a girl. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, your 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 granddad sort of know is book smart on this um doesn't sound mm -hmm. like he's ever experienced it Manorge has experienced it and has then got to mm -hmm. your grandfather why yeah. if this happened well i suppose you're a child you're a teenager you just turned 18 so i'm not yeah. sure how old you are now but it's at least a few years ago um it's been your family been here for quite a few years why haven't they moved it's they the have. point they have Oh, I thought you said they have moved. Oh, okay. Well, that's that one. Cross that one off. No, man. My uh, my grandfather. He now lives between the farm and the city. He, he lives with uh, one of my uncles in the city in mm -hmm. Punjab, but his his heart is still attached to the farm. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah, and sometimes that. sometimes when you know, even though even though there's scary things about you don't care because you're that's where he spent so much of his life and yeah. that's where he's he's grown his own crops with his own hands so even though it's not 
entirely entirely safe. He's he's willing to take the risk. Yeah, and I suppose it's hard yeah. to sell a house next to a haunted farm. It's incredibly hard, weirdly enough. Mm. Yeah. Well, surely you've got to declare not... that, haven't you? You've got to declare if your neighbours, if you've had dis- yeah. if you've had a disagreement with your neighbours, you've got to declare it. I think. So. Really? Yeah. 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 So I, absolutely, I think that's the clause that mm. yeah. Many estate agents have tried. <laughs> Some of them have got quite far, but it's because they lied and it got found out in the end, and um, the sale didn't go yeah. through. And, and so, 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 like under when they're signing the papers, they're like, "Oh, is the farm next door to this haunted?" And they're like, "Yeah, fuck." You got Fuck me. yeah, yeah, exactly. We were hoping you wouldn't ask that. <laughs> somehow they all they all asked that yeah. <laughs> upon upon the time of sale. Is there... Which I'm going to start asking because maybe I'm missing a trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Signing all sorts of contracts <laughs> in, um, what's, near haunted houses. What's the council tax bracket? Um, is it on like gas mains, or is there a? Do you have to like connect it to a? canister and is is there a haunted farm nearby they're the three questions you're going to ask when you buy mm, a house right? they're, 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 yeah yeah exactly and get three. a survey done yeah get a survey that's done. right it's only rising yeah. damp because my my granddad he always asks about the the haunted mansion but he doesn't generally ask about the gas or the damp so that's where he's kind of fallen in the past <laughs> yeah right you know you know what i mean <laughs> yeah that's it's all important. It's all equally important. Yeah, yeah. You got to ask all of them. Exactly. You don't want. You don't want. You don't want damp. It's... Right, yeah. Well answered. Well answered. Yeah. Really well answered. Um, why does Why does your family still live on the farm? They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Yeah. Big Quite tick easy. from me. Also, Smart as you pointed out, very hard to sell. So. Very hard to sell. Hard to sell. Um, why did you accept chocolate from a stranger? Why? Why wouldn't you? Wouldn't you accept a cho- chocolate from a stranger, especially when you were when you were ta- when you were a teenager? Especially, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd still do it now. I'm still going to back it, but especially you know as a teenager, I've actually I have ex- I've accepted a, a cake from a very strange man in a shop, but I accepted it to get out of the shop because it, it was a weird, it was a very weird it was very weird. Oh God, that was your escape clause. Well, mm. well at least you got cake out of it. That's, yeah. I yeah, did eat it. It was in a wrapper. Though. It was in a wrapper. Okay, okay, okay. It wasn't homemade. <laughs> that would have been yeah, worse, I think. Yeah, you never eat homemade cake. No, no. So, yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. I accepted a cake from a stranger in my 20s. So, yeah. <laughs> have I accepted anything from anybody? It was a good choice. And it, it, made, it made your life a bit better in that moment, right? The cake. As in, Accepting I, the cake. As I, in, you it, escaped. I escaped, yeah. I got out. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That... that part was good yeah and then yeah. later on i was like holy shit I still, i've got a wrapped cake in my pocket brilliant <laughs> and then i remembered the reason why and then it was sad right. again <laughs> oh god i think i accepted a, 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 some cider off a stranger at a festival and i swear down it was petrol <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, oh god i bet my life it was petrol <laughs> but i'd also never had scrumpy so it could have just been my first taste of scrumpy <laughs> maybe it sucked either way did you did you like think that and then think, but I've got nothing else to drink. I'll carry I'll carry on. Or did you just or did you ditch it? They offered me a swig, and I swig swig it. Swig, swigged. Swag, swigged, swigs. Swigged, swigged. Yeah, swigged. Yeah, swigged. I swigged it. Swig, swigged it. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then I was sick because I was like, that's petrol. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but also, they like they sort of like left immediately. Oh, it God, it wasn't piss, was it? Um, I'd probably prefer it if it was, Kath. 
Okay. I, I just think it was a very tight story. I think it was as well. I I mean, I've no reason to doubt that it's not real. Even though, even though I don't know why, actually, because we can't prove that this happened. We can't, because we can't see Seema. Yeah. You know any... You know any young boys you don't care about that you can lure to the to the farm? That might make them appear. Genuinely, about three. <laughs> three that have just not taken a shine to whatsoever. <laughs> well, then let's make it happen. I do like their yeah. parents, though, so I guess... Ah. Yeah, I can't really... Yeah, okay. So you can't yeah, give I'd... them away. All right, yeah. well. Seems a bit selfish of you there. So. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> declare you yeah you knew three people and then just say but but they're all off the table. Yeah, well, then, yeah, you true. Know, don't tell me about them then. Yeah, it's a waste of know. everyone's time. I'm very sorry. Yeah, I was very, yeah I was excited there for a bit. <laughs> I thought. Unbelievable. Um, yeah, I guess so. Hmm, it's just I'm you're right, Kath. I'm being dra- I'm being like drawn by how good the story was rather than whether yeah. I believe it's true or not. He's he's vexed me with his words. So I can silver see. Tongue. I, yeah. So let's sort of break this down. Okay. So I be- believe that you heard screaming in the night and assumed it was an mm-hmm. animal. It happens. Foxes are weird. Mm-hmm. Um, weird. And owls. So I and owls. And owls. Um, so I believe that. I believe that as a teenager you went, oh look, a weed, a, a weed field. Let's go take a photo. Believe that. Yeah. Um, I'll show you the photo later on. Great. Okay. Yeah. That'll awesome. that'll help. Um, cool. Still getting kudos I, all these years. <laughs> yes. Super it was cool. worth it then. <laughs> it was worth it for sure. It's my profile picture for months. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do we not know that this was a massive, like, elaborate thing, to, sort of created by your granddad, um, and and or Minaj, uh to just get you to work on the farm, like do a solid day shift, you know, like solid day work. How do you, you know, like in Arrested I Development mean, when they're like, and they teach them a lesson every time you, someone loses an arm or a limb or something. What if it was a big one of them? But why would, why would he do that to me on like on day one? Because I was kind of doing it and then I, and then I, I broke the rules. But then after that, now I'd never. Now I never want to go back. Other than obviously today, uh, but other than that, Actually, I don't yeah, want to really go back because yeah. now I'm too scared. Okay. So it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be a good tactic for my granddad. Mm. Good answer. Solid answer. Fucking hell. solid answer. How's that silver tongue again? I <laughs> know. <laughs> I think. I think it's time for a confab, guy. Yeah, I think it probably is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right then. So we'll. We're just um, going to have a chat over in this um, farmhouse about. Okay. Whether we believe you or not. Take your time. Take your time. Thank you. Thank you. Hey Ed, what do you think? I I believe it. I do as well, but I'm, I, I but I'm still questioning why, <laughs> because I don't actually have any proof other than that. Yes, there's an abandoned building here. I think this is the first time a story should have made it into Spooktown lore. <laughs> this is like the first good, like, I'm like, oh, this is what it should be. Yeah. Oh, this was the idea of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, this is the format. Great. Okay. <laughs> Finally, we worked it out, lads. <laughs> Do you want to not believe him because we keep on letting people in or because you genuinely think it shouldn't be going in? No, I don't know what it is. No, I think it's because I'm like, why do I believe? Because so, I, I'm just basing this on on on, a, on his memory, not like, oh, I can't see Seema. I can't see the grandma. Do you I know see. what I mean? So then, you, we, yes. we are just basing it off him. We have to, if we believe him at all, we have to believe the whole thing. So you either yeah. have to go out there now and be like, you're a fucking liar, mate. Mm-hmm. I don't believe a word your snake mouth says. Or go out and be like, see you later. <sighs> I think I do believe his snake mouth. <laughs> it's still a snake mouth, though. Okay. <laughs> it's still a snake mouth, yeah. <laughs> that's that's your line in the sand. You're not crossing that bit. <laughs> it's a snake mouth or I walk. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but, but you do believe it. I think I do believe it, yeah. Okay. Should we go tell him he doesn't have to breathe into death? If he doesn't want to. If he doesn't want to, sure. If he still, no. Yeah. Yeah. After you. Thank you. Hey, yeah. Um, should I have a little chat? Hey, guys. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm really. I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. Um, you should be really nervous. You should yeah, be quaking. It's, it's like results. Boots. It's like results day. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It's not, you're not going to give me an envelope, are you? You're just going to tell me, right? I wish I had an envelope. Wait, I've got an envelope in my backpack I've been wearing this whole time. <laughs> give me two seconds and I just, um, just going to... That, and fold that up. Pop that in there. Just need to post that later. Um, you're in. Yes! You made Woo! it. <laughs> I thought you were going to hand it to me. I didn't realise you were going to post it. <laughs> Yeah, that's we're already here. Uh, we're already here. Oh, it's not for you. It's just a, it's just a letter oh. I needed to send. Was the oh, okay. was the I see, I see, I see. Um, I see. I, I, oh, I was very. I was, I'm self-obsessed there. <laughs> to be fair, you were considering whether you're going to have to die in a minute. So I think true. It was you know yeah. you were distracted, and I think that's okay. So you're in. You've made it in. How do you feel? Fantastic. You know, I feel good. I feel. You know, mainly relieved that I don't, I don't have to die. Yes. That's, um, well, yeah, that's a sure. big plus point, I would say. Yeah. You don't have to die now. Really. It's well. going to happen. It's not carte blanche forever. I mean, what do you mean? You'll eventually die. What? Why, why are you saying that? I, say, I just say it to everybody. It's, uh, it's sort of like my goodbye. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not... <laughs> I'm not going to die. No one's. No, that's not part. That's not part of this. Ooh. That's not part of any. It's not part of life. Oh. Um. Yeah. No. Okay. I already. Okay. I avoided getting murdered. Um. So. Well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 No, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I forgot. Oh. So I'm. Sorry. Okay. Whew. I was worried. That I was. I was worried <laughs> there for a bit. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> no, <laughs> Freak me out. I'm going <clears> to <throat> die. <laughs> nothing to worry about. What? Nothing. No problems here. We're gonna have to leave now. Um, you, you, you're gonna leave, okay? All right. Yeah, I think yeah, we're gonna well, split. I reckon. Go see Punjab. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Covid's just it's just past. You want to explore? I get it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean we've only seen one area, which is this. So you know. Yeah, and it's creepy. Yeah. To explore a little bit. Absolute pleasure. Love the story. Thanks for yeah loved inviting it. us here. 
have a lovely time with your granddad. Say hello, give him our best. Yes. Oh, I will do. I will do, guys. And Manoj as well. Give him our best. Definitely. Ta-ra. Bye-bye. That was nice. That was nice. Gosh. So nice. I don't think I've ever said this before, but that was nice. Ed, I don't think I've ever said this before. That was so, so nice. So, so nice. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said so, so together. I actually didn't think that was as well. I'm going to go meet June Sapung. Oh, nice. Again, yeah. Um, She wants me to meet her at the Angel of the North. Oh. Yeah. Just before Newcastle. Right. So I'm going to have to hop on a plane straight over there. She says that the whole of T4 was haunted the whole time. The whole time? The whole time. Oh, Um, my God. What's the Angel of the North got to do with it? It's just the the middle point between where she is and where I am now. Oh. Yeah. What a nice coincidence. Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah, I suppose mm. it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to go meet on top of one of the wings. Which one? Right there. I'll find out when I get up there. Great. Do you want to come? And Don't like heights. Okay. This has been a Little Wonder production. Music from Rotary Valley. Logo artwork from Suze Hughes, voiced by Melanie Walters. With special thanks to Beth Forrest, Steve Pickup, Sam Roberts, Henry Widdicombe and Joe Williams. Other podcasts from Little Wonder include Here to Judge and I Wish I Was an Only Child. Subscribe now on iTunes, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.